0: Most of them, if they know you've got a pocket full of treats, are just on their best (laughs) behaviour.
1: Welcome to A Groom with a View, the ultimate podcast for grooms who want to take charge of the wedding planning process but don't know where to start. I'm Richard a wedding speech coach. And
2: I'm David, co-owner of a wedding business that puts grooms first. Together, we're here to provide you with insider information, expert advice, and special guests to help you navigate the journey to your dream wedding.
1: So join us as we share stories, offer guidance, and lift you up along the way. You're listening to A Groom With A View.
2: Hello, and welcome to another A Groom With A View podcast.
1: I'm David Langley, and I'm here with Richard. Richard, how are you doing? I'm fantastic. And I'm really excited about this episode. Well, I'm excited about all our episodes. But for me, this is probably the one I know least about. Um, When we talked about having these people on the podcast, I was like, oh, really, that's a service. And I did a bit of research, a bit of homework. And of course, it makes perfect sense having dog chaperone.
2: Yeah, yeah. So obviously, we we had our dogs at, at our wedding. So it was a service that we knew existed. But when we went to go and kind of find one, there wasn't too many. So I think it's one that's kind of a little bit new. But I think it's growing. And because everybody wants to have their dogs involved in the wedding. And, and you're kind of hear in this episode that uh, it's becoming a thing. And there's so many different kind of ideas and, and things you can get your dog's
1: involved with i think it's an opportunity for a groom really to state their claim and uh be left off the leash when it comes to this
2: <laughs> nice nice well i think uh, we're not barking up the wrong tree with this with this Booms. episode so let's uh let's get stuck in shall we <laughs> chloe and chrissy from wayne towers thanks so much uh for being here with us today how you doing
3: yeah we're good thank you, thanks
2: for having us on. Yeah, Pleasure, pleasure. Um, so we always kick off with our guests to kind of get a bit of background around their journey really and kind of what inspired you to, to set up Wedding Tales?
0: Um, that was down to me really, down to Chloe because I was getting married myself and I wanted the dog to be involved and Chrissy was going to be my maid of honour so we started to sort of think about how we could do that mm-hmm. and Then we started to realise that it was going to take up a lot of Chrissy's day and I needed her for other jobs to be sorting out the flowers and helping me get into my dress and all the things that a maid of honour usually does. So then she couldn't do all of that and look after the dog at the same time. So we started to look for other sort of services, other businesses that were offering this sort of thing and there wasn't really anything around. Um, So we
3: decided to kind of... We came up with a few names, didn't we? We saw a couple (laughs) and we thought, oh, we'll have a look. But they seem to be so busy because there's not massive um, service out there available. So the demand for people is so high, isn't it? We noticed. Um, And yes, and we thought, right, well, let's see if we can turn this into a business idea. Wedding is so different and so unique. So it's so amazing to work with brides and grooms and see. The style of wedding they want and how they want their dog involved, because obviously there's so many different ways your dog can be involved in your wedding day.
2: Yeah, definitely. I was um, Dorothy, the the girl. She was like one of the bridesmaids, and then Nige was uh was one of the greensmen as well. So they kind of walked down the aisle with the maid of honor and the best men as well. Oh. So yeah, I think I think I think there's there's mm-hmm. there's so many different ways where you can get your dog
1: involved. I feel a bit left out here, guys, because I I don't own a dog. Oh, no. um, you doing get <laughs> so, wrong Richard I know, I know. It's like you you should get a dog, then get married. Um, so for me, I find this really interesting because it, it obviously it wouldn't come to my mind about having a dog chaperone if you don't have a dog. Yeah. But for my own business, I always ask that, do you have pets? because i hear lots of stories about the dogs being involved and carrying the rings on the collars and and all these nice cute things. So what what kind of appetite is there for couples to get their dogs involved? Is it something that you think really enhances the day?
3: Definitely, i think it really does. Um we've noticed more and more recently that people want their dogs involved. Um if you look back through generations, we were talking about this earlier. Our grandparents' generation, you tended to um meet and then um, you'd get married you'd follow sort of a process and then you'd have children and then the dog would come along when your children are sort of toddler age whereas now couples tend to get together and the first thing they want is a dog and people want their dog there there's so many ways to have the dog there um, it's just such an amazing opportunity to feel like your whole family's involved because a dog these days is definitely a member of your family
1: yeah for sure I mean, you touched a little bit about there's many different ways. Grooms listen to this who kind of maybe want to involve the pets. And I presume mostly it's dogs because I can't imagine cats and guinea pigs and hamsters are gonna <laughs> have too much input. So I presume it's gonna be dogs, is that right?
0: Um at the moment we are insured for dogs and horses. But oh, wow, we've grown yeah. up with various different pets and I've worked on farms in the past, so we are definitely open to it being other animals. Um, but it just seems to be like dogs is
3: sort the main of the, priority, yeah, I think, for yeah. people. Yeah,
2: because I mean, yes. yeah, I've, seen, I've seen a few suppliers um, who aren't doing chaperone things, but they'll bring, like, an alpaca to the wedding just to have an alpaca there. If someone yeah. wants that, I don't know why, but people do that. You can have, like, owls, birds, all sorts of things. So I guess, like, if people are, are owning these kind of animals as well, they can get them involved in... In the actual wedding, one of those things as well where people are becoming more open-minded like having alpacas and llamas or, or whatever at their wedding and, and their dogs and pets as well. Um, and I think that's such a great change to, to, to have in, in this kind of modern day of, of getting married. Is it often a difficult thing with the venue in terms of when you're talking to them about, um, like your services and how you're going to chaperone with the couple or is it a difficult conversation for the couple to have with the venues?
0: Um, We're always happy to speak to the venues and we would do that ahead of time anyway, just to be absolutely sure about where it is on the venue that the dogs are allowed. Because some places Mm. will, for example, only allow them outside and in the courtyard for pictures. Um, We've had some places that will allow them in the ceremony, but they don't want the dogs in the room when they have the wedding breakfast. (laughs) <laughs> um some will allow them then back in there for sort of like the disco time in the evening if people still want the dogs around at that time, but we yeah, we always check ahead of ahead of time just so we know exactly where they can and can't go,
2: yeah, I mean, like we said, it's becoming more popular, so I think a venue will become a bit silly if they don't let them. Uh, let people have dogs there because it's going to be requested more and more right so but a question off the back of that and, and obviously i know from from my experience what happened but can you talk us through kind of like a typical day of dog chaperoning on the wedding day like what what do you do when do you turn up how do you kind of help
0: um so it depends where we're picking the dog up from sometimes the dog have gone to kennels or we've picked them up from a pet sitters sometimes we have Access to the home. So we've already picked up a key and we can go into the home, pick the dog up. And then it just depends on how long they want us to have the dog for. So if they want us to have the dog sort of that morning of the wedding, we'll go pick them up, take them for a walk. We can also groom them as well because I'm a qualified groomer. Um, And then we can take them to the venue. We stay there as long as the um, owners want us to stay there for. Some of them only like the dog to be there for like an hour because it can be quite overwhelming for some dogs, especially if they get anxious. Uh, but some of them like the dogs to be there the whole day and just be involved in everything. And then we can take them home. We offer overnight pet sitting so we can do that. Um and then the couples can just pick them up sort of the next day when they're finished with their breakfast and everything.
2: A question I guess a specific for you. Um we had like all of our family and friends and, and everybody who loves the dogs and the dogs love them, so they were like fussing them, but how do you kind of keep the dogs calm when they're seeing all these people they know and they're going nuts?
0: Um, well, like you said, it's it's making sure the dogs have had a good walk that morning, so that mm. they've at least got rid of all of that sort of energy. Um, and then we always carry like a pouch of treats. We always check with owners what sort of treats the dogs can have because <laughs> some dogs are allergic to different things. Um, and then most of them, if they know you've got a pocket full of treats,
3: are just oh, and cute. best <laughs> behaviour.
2: <laughs> um, we
3: took two whippets to a wedding recently, and they were good as gold, weren't they? The two yeah. boys, they're amazing, but. The owners had said to us that they were quite nervous. One of them was good as gold and really sociable and loved people, but the other one was just a bit more nervous around even people that they knew. Um, And it was specifically the groom that was like, we need the dogs at the wedding. Um, Mm. And so we went and we took the dogs together and it was such a beautiful day. Um, We just, every time we felt one of the dogs was getting a bit more anxious or a bit more nervous, we took them outside, we took them for some downtime took them for a little stroll around they were there for quite a long time we were there for sort yeah. of three four hours in the end so they'd calm down and by the end of the day they had lovely photos with the bride and groom where they're lying down in front of them and there's yeah. some of them holding them and yeah it was a really really good day
1: It sounds like you've um, seen quite a lot of different examples of the way the dogs have been used in the weddings. And from your experience, then, do you have lots of creative ideas if someone came along and say, well, I want you to help me with my dogs. But do you have any kind of ideas how we can incorporate them in the wedding in the big day?
0: Yeah, we love to try and help and hear about people's different ideas and really just trying to make their wedding special and unique to them and sort of putting their personality into it.
3: We've had dogs that have come down the aisle as the flower dog. We've had dogs that have come down as the ring bearer. We've had, um, like, I think, similar to David, where the maid of honour or the best man have walked the dogs down and we've sort of sat in the back row or at the side And then if the dogs need to leave during the ceremony, we can quickly nip out without anyone noticing. So just sort of, there's so many different ways the dog can be involved. You could just have them there for an hour for photos or different things. It doesn't, you don't have to feel overwhelmed that the dog's going to be there all day. And and just really that if you are thinking of getting married and you know you'd like your dog to be involved, look at the different options you have in having them there. Because like Chloe said, when we were planning her wedding, we thought, Right, well, the go-to option is to have me as the dog chaperone. But when you're involved in the wedding, you just miss out on all of it. If you're there looking after the dog, um, I don't think people realise it really does take up your whole day. Yeah, we were so lucky mm. at Chloe's wedding. We had my best friend who would like to be involved in wedding tales. <laughs> She's definitely <laughs> trying to get her leg in now. Um, but she she brought Bree along to the wedding, and at the end of the day, she was like, "Wow, it really does. It's very." sort of time consuming and I said well yeah it is because your sole responsibility needs to be looking after that dog and if you want to be involved in the wedding you miss out on all the special moments because your focus is on the dog.
0: Um, so we love to just sort of get a bit of an idea
3: from them and then put our own ideas together to give to them and see see what they think about that. So it's it's finding that sort of balance of okay, we know we want the dog there. We don't want them there the whole day. How do we want them involved? And we had a lovely lady who were doing her wedding next year and she met us through a wedding fair and she said her dog is so nervous um, gets super anxious. And she knew she wanted the dog there, but she was so worried about him being there. Yeah. So um, we've made a plan with her. We went back and forth on ideas and we decided that actually it's probably going to be best for him to just be there for photos um, mm-hmm. to not be overwhelmed with big crowds and actually that we can take mm-hmm. him outside they can slip outside they can all have photos together so the only people the dog is really seeing is the couple and the photographer. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got a very anxious dog at home and um, he's a golden doodle and he is quite literally <laughs> scared of his own shadow so I think that gives us um, a good example of how we know dogs can be and we reflect on our own dogs I mean Chloe's got a gorgeous um, sprocker called Bree who loves anyone and everyone doesn't she (laughs) so we've got two very different dogs and we know Bree was good as gold at your wedding wasn't she
0: yeah yeah
3: um whereas Ted hopefully one day when he's at my wedding he Bless him would be way more nervous. He definitely wouldn't be able to walk down an aisle.
2: It's a it's a thing that people don't really know can be a thing as well, I think in terms of um like when we were telling our family, Oh, Dorothy and Nigel will be walking down the aisle with us the obvious question was always like, what if Nigel decides that it's time to go to the toilet whilst he's walking down the aisle? <laughs> um, like, about 10 people asked me that. Um, and so, luckily that didn't happen. We did make, there was, so Nigel is, is named after one of my best mates' dads, and so we made a bit of a joke to the guy, to Nigel, the person. We we're like, we're a bit worried, Nigel, because, yeah, uh, we thought you might cock your leg and, and, have a wee down the aisle, but you haven't, so that's great. <laughs> um, but what leads, leads on to one of the obvious questions in terms of what's like the the funniest thing that you've kind of had happen whilst you've been doing your wedding
0: um well luckily so far <laughs> touch, wood, <laughs> really lucky. touch
2: wood please yeah
0: we haven't had any um accidents down the aisle or anything um the only things we were thinking about this earlier that we could come up with that was sort of It's more cute than funny, I suppose, (laughs) is one of the very first weddings we did was for two little jackapoos. And the bride and groom wanted their son to walk the dogs down the aisle with him first before they came in. And when I handed them over to him... Um and then took a step back. He'd scoop them both up and he had one under each arm and he literally carried them down <laughs> like that, walking them down. <laughs> and the pictures just looked quite cute.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's cute. I think it it comes back to a point. Um, I had a thought a minute ago about a point you were saying with the photographer and the dogs. You'll get to know photographers as well, so you'll get to know how to work with them and work with other suppliers alongside the dogs as well. So it kind mm. of sounds like it is quite a nice collaborative um, approach to making sure that the couples have the best day which is really good it
3: it definitely is I mean the photographers we've worked with so far have been amazing and we have quite a good laugh with the photographers because we think our job is so easy to get a dog to sit and look at us We've not really had many challenges, whereas for the photographer, trying to get ten humans to look at them when <laughs> they're all looking different directions is like mission impossible. Um, and we actually done the wedding with the whippets. The photographers were saying we need to swap. You've definitely got the easier clients, and we were like, yeah, we definitely have.
1: <laughs> so they say never work with animals and children. It sounds like you should never work with groomsmen and bridesmaids. And I, something that always pops into my mind is obviously. You, in the countryside particularly, on a muddy day, is there any sort of concerns about the dogs jumping up, especially on a bride's beautiful white dress?
0: Yes, yes. Yeah. So um, particularly when it is muddy, we will take the dogs out for a good walk first. And then, like I said, I am a groomer, so we can give them a good bath and shampoo. And if they need a haircut, they can have that done as well. Um, but just making sure they are really then clean when we do turn up to the venue. We always carry baby wipes, spare towels, water, so that if they do happen to get mucky again, if they had to go out to the toilet or anything, we can just wipe them off and brush them down as best we can. Um, we always keep them on a lead as well, so that they can't just be running up to everyone and jumping up, especially at the bride's dress. Um,
1: <laughs> it sounds <laughs> like yeah, one we... of those sitcoms, isn't it, where the dog shakes and mud goes <laughs> all over the bride and everything like that. We, we've yeah. just done
2: our like uh, ceremony, everything like that, with the dogs, and we're walking down to our drinks reception after, and we are like, we took the dogs so we could have nice photos walking across like in the, in the garden bits and stuff. And then all of a sudden Nana was like, should we just let them off? I was like, no, they'll go nuts. Like they'll just go and jump at everybody who's like trying to have a, a canape and a drink or whatever. I was like, no, let's not do it. And then she was just like, come on. And I was like, yeah, you make a good point. And um, so we kind of just let them off, and they ran like to my mum and to to Anna's mum and dad and stuff like that. And they were just like being fussed, which is quite a great It was it was really cool because we got like a we got whippets as well. So we got like a running picture of them two just going nuts after like an, an hour or so of having to behave for a bit. So they went crazy and were just like jumping up at everyone. Luckily, though, no one had any paw prints on them or else. set. Could have made a good, good photo as well. But, <laughs> but yeah, it's quite funny.
1: Touching upon something you said earlier as well. Um, often, when you receive an invite, sometimes it has, um, unfortunately, no, not like children at the wedding, etc. No pets and stuff. But that seems to be changing a little bit. Certainly from what you said about dogs, would you have situations where guests bring their dogs along, almost like a bit of a, a puppy party? Is is that something that you look at as well?
3: We've been asked recently, actually, at wedding fairs. We've not done one yet, but we've had more and more people say, "Oh, the mother of the bride or the mother of the groom wants to bring their dogs along." Would you be happy to have multiple dogs there? Which is definitely something that we'd be happy to do. Um, we've kind of set our packages up but we they're all so bespoke aren't they there's not I think with having your dogs at your like wedding there's not a one box fits all so it depends on what people want and we went to a wedding fair and we had a wonderful couple come up to us and say right we've got six Springer spaniels and we'd like them all at the wedding (laughs) (laughs) and we were like this is a challenge that we're definitely up for taking on (laughs) um so yeah we've not had it yet but it would be wonderful and I think in terms of Like we said earlier about having your dog, your dog are your family, they're your baby. So to have other Mm. guests have their dogs there as well, it would just be a beautiful day. I mean, we're so lucky that there's the two of us. So we can definitely deal with having more than one dog available there
2: yeah for sure it sounds like you're trying to set up a dog crash for the day yeah. which would be quite <laughs> yeah. fun i mean it would it would divert people's attention away from the actual wedding i would be like i'm yeah. I'm going for the dog crash i'm I'm good with talking <laughs> to my aunties and stuff i'm going for the
1: dogs uh so i like could chill fun. out room stroke the dogs and just relax yeah
3: right? well when we go well, to the fairs. sorry to interrupt when we go to wedding fairs we tend to take brie along with us and um it's always so funny because you tend to see the men, they dive for the dog. They've got all these beautiful dresses <laughs> yeah. up and you've got all these music and lights and they see the dog and they're like, right, we're going straight. Be like the dog.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's, your, that's your little bait. He's, you know, yeah, it come, is, come it to really our stall, stroke the dog. So speaking <laughs> of that, actually, um, do you find that it's grooms or, or brides that kind of interact and engage you on your services?
3: To be honest, I would say it's fifty-fifty. Would you? Yeah, yeah. I definitely think so. When Chloe started wedding planning, um, we went to our first wedding fair probably about three, four years ago now. Yeah, would you say? Yeah. Um, and when we were there, the first one we ever went to, we probably saw one or two men the whole day, didn't we? Sort of yeah. two hours we were there, um, and we were quite surprised because we thought we'd see more men there. And then as we started doing our own wedding fairs, there's definitely, definitely more brides and grooms or two grooms come into the like um the wedding fairs together and it's fantastic um there's definitely you can feel who loves not who loves the dog more that's an <laughs> awful way of putting it but <laughs> you can tell who,
1: who tolerates you know, the dog we more. need
3: the dog here <laughs> yeah. um and that sometimes is the groom and sometimes it's the bride it completely varies um We've had couples where the groom has been like, the dog is coming to the wedding. And the bride's been like, no, please, I don't want the dog there. And the mm. groom's like, well, the dog's coming or I'm not coming. And we're like, okay.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, compromise, I'd say, yeah.
3: <laughs> so it's, it's a real mix. Um, definitely more and more we've noticed recently, grooms are getting so much more involved in the wedding. Yeah. Um, they, I think you found it with Dave, didn't you? Yeah. There were specific things that he was like, I want to be involved in this, and this is what I want to arrange for the wedding. And you kind of were just like, "Yep, yeah, you can take control of that. You yeah. arrange those bits." Um, so yeah, you guys must find that as well. That more and more grooms want to be involved, but they maybe don't have the resources or um, the options available to them, which is why we think um, his weddings is such a great idea.
2: It's like we've told what? you what to say, isn't it? This is uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is scripted that's um, the plug <laughs> yeah there you go but no that i think i think obviously you're you're bang on and and it it goes back to a point i made earlier about being generational it's it's our generation um which is coming through it i think guys are more involved in the weddings than ever i've said it before about like when we started his day um my dad was like well that's weird well guys want to be involved in the wedding but obviously Obviously, they do, and I think your other half, as you mentioned there, has been listening to the podcast on the slide with all those ideas. So, Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Such a gender-neutral gender, gender neutral thing, this as well, isn't it, dog chaperone, Because it's not like you get traditional things which you think are more feminine, more masculine when it comes to wedding planning. For something like this, it strikes me as quite gender-neutral. So as a groom, if you're going to sort of divide up the list of, well, you doing this, I'm doing this – For a groom, this seems like a quite an easy win.
3: Yeah, definitely. I think it's so much easier in that sense because it's, I mean, when you look at wedding fairs, you've obviously got bridesmaid's dresses. That's where the bride goes off and has a look. Um, But in terms of dog chaperoning, it's bride or groom um, or same-sex weddings. People tend to just, it could be for anyone. It's very gender neutral, I think. Um, It just depends on... If they've got a dog, we've had so many people come up to us and say, "What a great idea! Can we hire your dog?"
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: a new service. She is yeah. so good,
3: bless her. She's um, definitely a good mascot to take to wedding fairs.
2: <laughs> For sure, I think you're right. It is, a, it is a gender neutral thing. Although, like looking back to when we did ours, if it was a if if it was my imagination, like just organising everything with the dog chaperone, it would have been they would have just turned up and they would have walked down the aisle. But with Anna's influence, like Nige had a bow tie on, which exactly matched the same (laughs) colour as the suspenders for the guys in the groom's groom's party. And then Dorothy had a white flower collar on. So
3: I think some people, when they think of having their dog at the wedding, they think, well, how random to just have your dog there. But the dog doesn't overly stand out most of the time because they're blending in. They've got flowers that match the bouquets or they've got a bow tie that matches the groomsmen and it all just flows so nicely
2: um so brings us on to really like we've we've spoken about all these other things that you could be doing like dog crashes or hiring out your own dog i wouldn't recommend that because you know (laughs) um but but what's kind of like the future for for wedding tales
0: um well we're hoping to expand and get our own sort of salon premises space because at the moment we don't have that we have to groom at the client's house or the accommodation um but yeah we're looking into getting our own sort of base so that we can bring the dogs there for baths and grooms after the walk so that they turn up looking beautiful. Um,
3: and um, yeah, we've recently started offering a service where we stay overnight um, in the newlyweds at home to look after the dog as we've got dogs of our own. Um, it didn't seem fair sometimes to keep having different dogs coming in and out of the home and the different scents and stuff for them and um, to keep going to wedding fairs and reaching out to people and, Yeah, just grow the business as much as we can.
1: And it would be one of those things as well. The more experience, the more you do these wedding fairs and weddings, the more you'll come up with these different ideas because you'll see a niche in the market. And you go, oh, yeah, actually, that's something that we can offer. It's really exciting for you guys. And like I said, before I, I came across this, I was like, what? that that is this but of course it does you know it makes perfect sense and this podcast episode has really opened my eyes from that point of view of going yeah of course you would have that because they are part of your family and you can look at those photographs and I think the service you guys are providing is really cool and I I think it's definitely something that will will expand uh, going forward.
3: We hope so we've really enjoyed it so far we love getting messages from couples that are like oh our wedding's two three years out and we're thinking of getting married in Scotland would you be willing to come up for the long weekend Mm -hmm. and then we're fighting over who's going to go to Scotland for the weekend (laughs) 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 it's so wonderful to be involved in other people's weddings and I think when it came to planning Chloe's wedding we took on so many ideas from things that we'd seen Mm -hmm. um and it's making me desperately want to ring on my finger
1: now <laughs> just for the dogs just for the dogs <laughs> just
3: <bedding.
2: laughs> nice well we could we could take a, a pause for now that was an intended pun because you haven't made enough dog puns yet in this podcast <laughs> so we've got a, got a few minutes trying to get some in all right we'll shoe, shoehorn some in uh it might get a bit rough but we'll get there are there any kind of what three pieces of advice uh maybe two from one of you and one from the other that you'd give um, to the groom, it doesn't have to be necessarily related to having your dog involved but in general, like what what kind of advice would you give to to a groom listening?
0: Mine is kind of a steal from one of your podcasts previously, <laughs> um, but I definitely I totally agree with it about grooms not just saying I don't care, um because David, my husband, said that to me a few times during the planning, and he didn't mean it to be offensive or anything, but I found it quite upsetting because in my head then it was like we just don't care about any of it like why are we getting married if you just don't care but I would have rather him give a little bit of input or just even if he didn't really care (laughs) but just pick one just (laughs) just so it felt like he
3: cared Um, I was
2: very guilty of that as well
3: (laughs) I would say to make sure um that you feel as involved as you want to be um we've been really lucky in the sense of We've had a huge mix of men and women messaging us, haven't we? Brides and grooms mm. um, messaging us, especially through Instagram, Scramble coming up to us at wedding fairs. I think it's mm. so important um, sometimes as well for brides to realise that it's both your day. It's not all just about the bride. It's about both of you. Um, mm. It's about two people coming together that love each other and are going to celebrate with everyone that they love. Um, and you should feel as as involved as you'd like to be in that in that celebration.
2: Nice. Yeah, I think that's a good one. I think we often say, like, grooms, you should be involved, etc. But y- you made a really good point where, like, be involved as much as you want to be. Mm. Um, so it's, it, and and speci- especially on the things that you feel more passionate about, And um, like, like if your dog wants to be involved.
1: I think that's a really good point.
3: Yes. Absolutely.
1: Great, great advice.
3: I would say think about the involvement that you want for your dog that you're, dog can sort of tolerate to some degree so if you've got a dog that's really nervous picking looking through our packages and going oh yeah we want the whole day package we want the dog there from when we're getting ready to to you know the evening time that's probably not going to be realistic with your dog that you've got um so it's all about having to think discussing it as a couple thinking what's best for your dog's needs not necessarily what's needed for you as a couple Um, I think Mm. it's so important. We're so dog focused, aren't we, in our own lives that you've got to make sure your dog is happy and comfortable in that environment. So another example is if your dog doesn't like loud music, you really need your dog to have left the premises by the time that that sort of begins and the party starts. So just really taking your time to think it through, to know what you want. We we do get a lot of messages that are like, um, we'd like our dog at the wedding. Um, Can you give us a quote? And we reply like, yeah, that's great. Have you thought about when you want them to arrive? Do they want a dog, be- um, a walk before? Would you like them to have a groom? Would you like us to come to your house, you know, six weeks before the wedding and do a groom so that we've really met the dog, we've interacted with them? Because um, there are so many different options leading up to the wedding that are available so that on the big day, the dog knows us. It's not some stranger that's holding them to walk them down the aisle. It's someone that really knows them and that they're comfortable with
1: no that's an excellent point actually because um i guess when you're planning a wedding you do have a human focus on it so you wouldn't necessarily think maybe maybe the loud uh, music's too loud or is there a particular time they need to be feeding or what particular food you might think that especially with with children uh, you think that more but with a dog you've just got to apply a different thought process haven't you for the big day
3: yeah definitely I think it's just important to remember that you want them there for a reason, but you don't want them to be there and feel uncomfortable. Um, So it's about involving them to as much as as you'd (laughs) like them to be involved, but also as much as they would like to be involved and not overwhelming them or overstimulating them, I think, with the big day. Mm.
1: Really, really insightful. Um, So for anyone listening to your services, where can they find more about you? What's the best way to engage you?
3: I would say our best way is definitely through our Instagram. So we are wedding Tales underscore. We post lots of content on there and we're always DMing people um, through that channel. We've also got Facebook, we've got Pinterest, we've got TikTok. Um, but the best avenue is definitely to ping us a message on Instagram and then we can communicate through um, email or WhatsApp or phone call. Um, I'm still, I'd very much like to speak to someone on the phone. <laughs> So, um, if someone messages us and says, "Oh, can you give us a call?" We're more than happy to do that and chat through different um, packages that we offer.
2: Love it. No, I think that's. Uh, I think that's really good. Um, but no, thank you both so much for for being involved. I, this is probably one of my favourite episodes. And no, I do not say that to everybody. I just <laughs> love uh, love dogs. And, and and like when when me and Richard talk about uh, what kind of guests you want to have on, we always want to have a little something a little bit different. Sometimes something a little bit traditional. So when i mentioned you guys it was it was really cool um to, to get you on because it is something a little bit different something that's becoming more popular and and personally i know that is something that's super important to um it was super important to us and it was really important to our friends as well who are getting married in the future so
3: thank you so much for having us on it's been really great to talk about the business and uh, meet you both pleasure.
1: It's been a no pleasure worries. So that was the wonderful Chloe and Chrissy from Wedding Tales, uh, very catchy and, as I expected, very informative. David,
2: yeah, it was it was really cool. I think it's as we said in the episode, one of them ones that a lot of groomsmen get involved in. Something that's growing in popularity, and it's a service that um, I think is is invaluable. Person personally, from my own experience, it was invaluable for us. Um, but how did you how did you find it? Because obviously before the episodes, you didn't you didn't really think about it as as a service. So how did you how did you find that one?
1: I feel like getting a dog. It's is to it. me? Well, they do say man's best friend, don't they? And yeah. like you said, it makes sense that this is something their groom can lead with. Because if you're a dog lover, or even if you think, well, we're getting married, what what should we do about the dog? It's a nice way to bring them along rather than put them in a the kennel and mm. maybe have to worry about that, et cetera. Make them part of the wedding. Think about the different ideas, how you can have that. And when you look back at the photographs and you look back at the videos, you can have that nice feeling of going, oh, look, there they are. And uh, oh, do you remember that? And, and, it, and it's a nice moment, as I thought, for other guests as well to see this. And it's definitely a talking point if you go to that wedding and you go, oh, do you remember the wedding with the dog? Do you remember when it walked <laughs> down the aisle? How cool was that? So, yeah, I can definitely see it's something that you would want at your wedding to involve your dog in many different levels.
2: Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. And I think it's, for me, it was definitely a non-negotiable Um, and and i'm very very excited that it's inspired if nothing else to to get a dog so uh so yeah
1: what a result what a result what a result i'll uh i'll have to do the research after this
2: (laughs) nice one well uh we'll catch you next time richard with a with another fantastic guest
1: look forward to it david